How's it going, my awesome KCSS listeners out there? This is Chanel, your host of the new branded show, the Mod Rock Jam podcast. And it's still the same concept as my previous podcast, me interviewing up and coming artists and bands that I feel like you should totally gem out, check out, follow them on Spotify. When they come on tour, go see a show, support them. So just how you've been supporting my podcast, support these amazing artists. And you know what? Starting off 2022 with the first band I get to interview for this year is a band out of the country, Ireland, and they go by the name Noah. And I discussed with the lads about their exposure during the pandemic, the vagueness of social media, another fellow Irish band they got to meet, you'll find out later in the interview, songs they wish they wrote, and also a specific song off their EP, Echoes of the Night. But first, let's listen to their track, Shine, here on KCSS.
thank you so much for joining on my mod rock jam podcast just like you how you guys changed your name i also recently changed my podcast name so i have to like which one is it (laughs) but thank you so much for having us awesome yeah so you know i've been checking you guys out on instagram and when you're not performing a show i feel like you're at a show you're watching a concert so If I ever go to Ireland, what are some music venues I have to check out? Any of the ones that we're playing in, that'd be the main one. Weavens is great, which is in Dublin. The Roisin Dove, which is in Galway. Mike the Pies, like Spirit Store. Just loads of like small, like cultural hubs around the country. Then you obviously have like our big De Olympia, which is a theater slash like uh, music venue. And then the Opera House in Cork. That's only to name a few. My favorite type of venues are like they're combined for restaurant. And I mean, usually it's on the higher end. But like, if you know, a place where you could eat, get some drinks and then like walk across. And there's like the stage in the venue. I don't know if there's any like food. I think Vicar Street is kind of like that. Yeah, I don't think you can eat, though. (laughs) Oh, all about it's all drink here. Like, does Warpens has the restaurant beside it? There's a bison bar or something. Yeah, but it's like, you can't watch a gig and have a burger. Like, well, they have a wow burger. Yeah. <laughs> it's just pints and music. Must be an American thing. We're always thinking about money. <laughs> <laughs> We're always thinking about pints, so. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw on Instagram, I'm going to be like quoting a lot of your socials, but I saw on Instagram, there was like little two boys trying to climb up the stage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was nice. It was hilarious. There was families and kids there, and then there was other kind of tourists and, you know, Irish people there as well. So it was it was a good mix for us anyway and a good opportunity. We gave out CDs at the end, and as Ryan was saying, there was you know kids coming up to us asking us to sign it and everything which is was really nice as well yeah it's great exposure everyone all of ages can you know see you on instagram you met inhaler how was yeah. that like who made the first move <laughs> um, well i was scared to go over actually if i'm not mistaken i think you went over it's like i'll go over and say i was like well i'm too scared to go over I'd, so someone do it <laughs> i'd met them before and then it was a case of that like we were playing that night in the venue they were at, so they caught a bit of our set. And I just said, we'd go over and say hi and give them an EP because, like, it's good to be friendly with people and especially people who make music, which is in the same category. And, like, if they ever wanted us to play with them, we'd happily do that. Yeah. Um, but, no, they're cool guys. Really, really, lads. really lovely. Like, they're doing a lot in America at the moment. It looks amazing. It looks really, really yeah, good. It's great to see yeah, they're actually coming to San Francisco next week. So hopefully I get to see their show. I did see them when they opened for Blossoms. So and then oh, I just yeah. saw that they're touring with Kings of Leon now. I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about yeah, that. We were only talking about that earlier on. Yeah, it's super happy for them. I would totally love seeing Noah whiff inhaler. I would a hundred percent go. <laughs> We'd love to see that too. <laughs> Are you guys content with the pacing and the exposure of your band? Because I know you know you were in a previous band before, but it seems like out of lockdown, all of a sudden, you know, you get your manager and you're featured on the news. And you know, do you feel like it's fast paced or it's like the, the right type of pacing? It's quick. We're always up for more. We always wanted to go quicker, I think, in a way. It's like everyone's always chasing their tail in terms of like, if you're an ambitious person, whatever field you're in, you're always going to want to be more busy. Yeah. Now say that now, like yeah. 10 years time, we're like, give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're looking just to keep playing and playing and playing and playing. No, it's amazing. Like all of a sudden it was just like, 
no gigs and then it's like oh here's like 20 so it's good yeah Good. And, you know, it's funny going back to like, you know, I was scrolling through your Instagram, the news you were being featured in, one of which was the Irish Daily Star. And right next to your story is Rihanna. I'm like, did she photobomb your article? (laughs) (laughs) We go way back with Rihanna. Right. Um, (laughs) She's a big fan. Yeah. (laughs) So speaking of the biblical story, Noah, if you guys were sealed in an ark and you could bring only two pairs, two items, what would it be? That's a great question. No one's ever asked us that question before. <laughs> I suppose we'd have to be smart about it. Like if Ryan brought two things, then Adam brought two things and I brought two things that work for the three of us. Ryan, yeah. if you bring the hair product. Um... <laughs> and the hair dryer. <laughs> oh no, it has to be two of the same thing. So you have to bring two hair dryers. Oh. No, it could be like uh, you guys pick your own two things that you would want oh, okay, to bring. Exactly. Yeah. Like two hair dryers. What are we going to need that for? <laughs> Unless Quicker one run. of them dies out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd bring um, a stove and gas cylinder so we can eat hot food. Ryan, what are you going to do? For a week. <laughs> you can bring food. Like You bring a male cow and a female cow. <laughs> Just talking like reproductive oh, sort of stuff. Like. Yeah, and then you have food forever. <laughs> You're like, I'm tired of eating cow meat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but when you're stuck in a boat, what are you going to do? No one said toothbrush? <laughs> well, I was about to say toiletries and alcohol. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I don't know if this happened in Ireland, but here in America, we had a toilet paper shortage. <laughs> People got so scared of the pandemic, they just hogged all oh. the toilet paper and also cases of water, too. So, like, you would go to the store, like, there was no water, there was no toilet paper. And then I was like, I bet you people who have, like, those fancy toilets that just squirts water, they're just laughing <laughs> in our face right now. <laughs> Noah stands for not only a hero, who are your personal heroes? Oh, that's another good question. Jesus. Personal heroes. Not Jesus, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, no. That's me cursing. (laughs) I think Adam Rooney and Ryan Hill. I was going to say, I was going to say my mom and dad. Um, Yeah, sorry, Ron. I wasn't thinking you either. I was going to say my mom and dad, too. Yeah, well, (laughs) you know what? We're all different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad someone said at least, you know, mom and dad and their friends, because of course, you know, we always look up to like, you know, Rihanna, <laughs> like someone big. <laughs> yeah, I should have said her. I love your mashup of full Spanish Sahara as well as the excess yeah. intro. If what's a song you wish you wrote? You're like, damn it. I wish I was at that mindset where I wrote this hit song. I'm going to say probably Space by Biffy Clyro. I think that's a really great song. I'm going to say one by you two. I was going to say that. Oasis or Beatles or something. Yesterday or something. Like, imagine you wrote Let It Be. Yeah. <laughs> How sick would that be? Where do you guys shine outside of being in a band? That's very tough, like, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, like we can't say anything good about it. Like, and it's not even like, <laughs> like I, all our answers are going to be like these crappy, funny ones. I don't think we have any genuine answers. Well, I don't know. Like, we had to do these tests when we were kids in school called the drum conjure tests. <laughs> Are you going to say like, that? They were like aptitude tests when you're like maybe five, then 10, did you? Mm. Something like that, 12 even. Mine was always good with like visuals and like picture things. Like I like doing like videos and I like fashion and stuff. So maybe um, I'd be a fashion videoer who does drum conjure tests. <laughs> I don't know if this would be a good one, but like handwriting. 
I really love like handwriting. Oh, you got beautiful handwriting. Probably wedding invitations or something like that. Oh, if I wasn't yeah. You should see Ryan's set lists that he writes out. They're just beautiful. So Ryan, you're going to have to give me a copy of the set list. <laughs> yeah, I will do. Definitely. Will. All right. Yeah. What about you, Ronan? Sleeping. <laughs> yeah, sleeping. I do enjoy a good sleep. I'm fairly social. and. Oh, that's true. Like, he yeah. is good at being social. That's like true, he's, yeah. he's, he's good at that. I agree. Something to do with uh, like nightlife or something like that. I'd say he's uh, gonna be a club promoter. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Come into my pub. That, <laughs> that would suit me down to the ground. Sleep during the day, <laughs> and work during the night. Yeah. You guys don't want to see my handwriting. At one point in my life, it was decent. And then I blame high school because all of a sudden my history teacher will be going through the PowerPoint slides really fast. I'm like trying to jot down the notes. Like, Ugh! it's forever horrible. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I probably have the worst handwriting in the, the band. And then Ryan has the best. And then Adam by default is in the middle. In your music video, Shine, obviously it takes place in a high school setting. Would you guys go back to your high school reunion? And the reason why I asked this is that my high school reunions this year. Yeah, I'd go back. The school that me and Ryan went to don't really do that. We see but... them in the pub every weekend anyway. <laughs> 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 everyone in my school, they all live away. Like they're, everyone's like, not everyone. A lot of people have moved abroad and stuff and doing the Irish thing you do when you're mid twenties, you move to Australia, Canada, America, yeah. England. That's pretty much it. We have good memories of us being in school, I think. Luckily, I mean, it's not the same for everybody, but like our schools, I, I don't imagine them being the same as American schools. <clears throat> like we live right next to each other. Like, so I presume that's not the case in America. Like it's, everyone's coming from like, sort of Texas and California is like the size of Ireland. Like we know everything about everyone who's in your school. So it's not like a big yeah. deal. I think for me and Ryan anyway, because obviously you have reunions if theoretically speaking we did have reunions it'd be nice to go to for the fact that like as adam said before we're kind of like wrapped up in the band a lot so it, it's nice to kind of find out what other people are doing and that we used to kind of talk to and, and go to school where they're doing yeah. get them to follow us on spotify yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah that'd be the main reason so i have to say that your lyrics are so poetic i you know i listened to your ep you know and your single turn your heart around i love the lyrics the sun needs the moon just as the day needs the night who inspires you lyrically when we're writing we're trying to stay conscious of things that like are obviously happening with us but also with like that can still have a connection with the listener as well it's somewhat of relatable it's something that like bands like Coldplay and U2 do really well they're mm. sort of like they're a band for everybody in terms of in that way without being too broad either and actually talk about nothing now to be fair we haven't really ventured in like a political side or anything like that and I think maybe when we're a bit older and a bit wiser <laughs> around it then we have the experience to do that but Generally, like when I write lyrics, it's probably a bit more observational around people in my life because I'm like, Jesus, what's going on on my own? I don't want to tell you. I'm not really into too deep personal songs. And an artist goes, well, this was what happened when I was like this. And you're like, okay, that's cool. I have no relation to that. Where if he just said, I felt X, Y, and Z emotion, you go, oh, so have I. And then you listen and you like it. So, And I think on the flip side of that as well is that you don't really want to 
kind of delve into it too much because it, it then becomes like I suppose the music is your armor and it, if you kind of take the the music side away and listen too much to the lyrics then it's kind of like you're just stripped and you've got nothing to hide behind so like if you're the one to write those lyrics it's like sometimes you don't want to delve in that deep and you don't want people to know certain things so it, it's like you're almost being a bit vague with it while sticking to, I suppose, the main topic of what you want to speak about as well. Yeah. I think maybe it's genre specific too. There's three people here, so yeah. Yeah, you have like, you know, three heads, three ideas. And I love that. You're saying that music is an armor. Yeah, you guys have been in the band for a few years now. What do you find the most challenging? Is it, you know, like I mentioned, the ideas, the creative process, the rehearsals, the social media. And by the way, Adam, your nephew's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> what do we find most tough? I'd say like in terms of social media, like trends are changing on a daily. And like, especially like with- That's it, yeah. Yeah, it's like, and every platform has almost like a different audience. And it's like trying to make content to sort of, I don't know, like stand out to different audiences at all time. I don't even know if it's like it's not difficult. It's not making the content, which is mm. difficult or anything like that. It's the idea. No. If you're not with the times, they'll move on and you'll be left behind. And that's yeah. fair. But there's also like at the moment, like it's the wrong sort of thing that mad quick consumerism and 15 second videos. That's not art. Like so, and I don't want to make be like looking like a fool on line as well by making stupid videos. Like what we do is serious. So but serious to us, the content is serious, but mm. we take ourselves seriously and the music we make, whether that be a happy song, sad song, whatever. And to reduce that to like a 15 second video or it's something following a trend because you saw someone else do it. It is something really dishonest with that. Like, yeah. Another hard thing as well is that like on that point is that, as Adam said, like social media now is so kind of, it's consumed so quickly that, I suppose the hardest thing is juggling everything that, you know, we're writing songs, we're rehearsing songs, we're rehearsing to play live. And then at the same time, trying to think about all these trends that are going on and trying to kind of make sure that obviously we're representing ourselves properly and then our songs are being represented properly as well. Regardless of what's going on in TikTok and Instagram and stuff like if you have a great song that resonates with people and people enjoy listening to that piece of music, like it will do well anyway. And you will be known regardless if you have a TikTok account or not. Yeah, like yeah. as in the music you'd hear on TikTok anyway, for the most part, any sort of like record label, they go, well, you have an audience. Would you sing the song? And then they do it. It's quick fashion. That's like bought and then thrown away. Like there's no continuity to it. Like bands like Inhaler are really good at TikTok because I saw a video the other day and it was quite funny, but like it's just shown their personal side of who they are without them going, making these gimmicky sales promos. Yeah. Like you get yeah. to know who they are as lads and how they interact with each other. Yeah. Oh my right. gosh. I saw one of their videos. It was like when they went to the aquarium and the one that made me laugh was like, they did the voice of the eel and they're like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> they're good at it. There's one where they're rocking a bus and it's like, what people think you do on tour and it obviously looks like people are having sex on the bus. They go onto the bus and it's all just jumping up and down. <laughs> saying to like the whole it's actually quite funny. Like, Are you guys still living together? No, 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 no not anymore. That typically happens. But when you guys did live together, who was the neat freak? Who was the messy eater? Who was the one that took the long showers, the remote hogger? 
Um, yeah. I'd probably be the cleanest. Yeah. Ronan's the dirtiest. Yeah, Ronan would be the dirtiest. I'd say because I'm a bit like OCD about like cleanliness as well. I would say I'm probably the messiest, but to be fair, I'm just thinking about it, Adam. I had to clean that van today. <laughs> and a lot of your yeah, shit. When, when Adam said that, I was like, I don't think you're that clean. <laughs> well, like, yeah, no, I wouldn't say you're the cleanest. Just stop. Um, <laughs> to be fair, we'll probably have to do it. Well, no, we will have to move again. Like, if we move abroad, which will inevitably happen somewhere warm. Yes. So I know your EP, Echoes of the Night, is out, and your guys are doing local shows. Okay, what's the next direction for Noah? A single coming out on the 15th of April. It's called The Way We're Told. Then a load of festivals as well in the summer too. Yeah. I, I'm definitely looking forward to the April 15th and April's my birthday month. So yeah. <laughs> that was not only a hero, AKA Noah on my mod rock jam podcast. I'm just super thrilled that I had Ireland's hottest band on my podcast. So thank you so much, Ronan, Ryan, and Adam, you KCSS listeners, make sure that you listen you stream you check out their music on spotify pre-save their upcoming track the way we are told and if you follow noah on social media you do have a chance to possibly win a t-shirt who doesn't like free shirts especially a band go show your support and i just want to say Thank you so much for supporting me for the past year and for those who voted for me for Podcast Magazine 40 Under 40. I made it on the list and I could have not done it without you. So, you know what? Lots of love, virtual hugs out there. Well, I have another upcoming artist on my podcast coming up. So please make sure to keep following KCSS as well on social media, me at Modrack Jam and looking forward to sharing you some new music. Until then, hasta la vista from your host, Chanel.